Okay, welcome to episode 18 of Running Matters. Our special guest today is Peter Hamilton, also known as The Florist. Thanks for coming in, Pete. Thanks, buddy. And we've also got my co-host here, Paul Hadfield. Thanks, Hattie, for coming in. No worries, mate. And we've got a special guest as well, Stu Rennie. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Fastest man in the room. How's it feel? <laughs> oh, not right now, mate. I think you're doing pretty well. We can talk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is when Stewie's informed. But... <laughs> so, uh, big show today. We've got lots to talk about. But first, we should thank our uh, our people involved. So, Jimmy Carroll for always doing our sound and auditing. It's very exciting. We should thank our partners: Filter Brewing, Goo Energy, Gymir Allied Health, and also Swimguard, our new partner. Wow. Really? Yeah. You're probably what? wondering what Swimguard is. What was my next question? What is Swimguard, Matt? I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. <laughs> so Swimguard is my pool fence certification business. And so if anyone's selling their house or renting, they need a certificate of compliance for their pool. So that's what I do. I go and look at pool fences. So I do have a job just to confirm. So you just try to drum a bit of work saying that six foot's almost, you gave a lot of time. Yeah. I've got six foot. Yeah, I've got free time, so I might as well get back to work. <laughs> this is the big drive over the podcast. You're trying to. Mm. Oh, I've got to do something. It's good. Yeah. This is Mate. this is me being proactive. That's mm. good. Four sponsors. Looks good. Four sponsors for the podcast. We call them partners. Is Mitchell Brantman a sponsor? No, we They're asked not. them. Duds. No. Mm. Duds. Doesn't like throwing the money around. Six dimension. <laughs> Mitchell. Is Mitchell a real person? I don't know. I haven't met him. <laughs> Um, speaking of throwing money around, congratulations to the winner of the Steve Redfern guessing competition. Did you see that? I, I did. Yeah, I saw it. Posted I that. Check our Facebook page regularly. Yep. Neighbour Paul won it. Oh, right. Paul Spratt. So yeah. he guessed within eight kilometres. So, um, so what was the number? It was 4.40, something like that. For, for the... 439k's 439 Ks in, in the month. In the month of February. Right. Let's okay. say 430. Was that slightly less than you? That was definitely was less. less. Yeah. 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 It's good when you beat Steve Redford for the month. Yeah. Volume. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Done well. That's pretty good. So, uh, and I should mention that Pat Mosley got second. So he's a runner-up. So good try, Pat. Not close do we, enough. Do we tell people they came second? We, we did, I just did. No, did we celebrate that? Is that, that a thing we're going to do? Celebrating second place. Good on you, Pat, for having a crack. He's Paul, a good guy, Pat. Paul, we like Pat. He's a very nice mm-hmm. guy. But neighbour Paul, I'll be walking across a box of goo to you. <laughs> it's, it's much easier that he's across the road. It is very easy. Most of our Norwegian listeners wouldn't have been able to uh, <laughs> yeah. get that box. I gave him the option. I said, do you want me to walk it to you or would you like to pop over and pick it up? Yeah. Well, he hasn't replied. <laughs> I just saw him across the road as I came in. Did you? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, he looked happy. Fit. He looks happy. He looked happy. Yeah. yeah. Big it's win. Big win. So, um, look, we've got some guests lined up uh, for the show for the next couple of months. I saw that. Yeah. Big, we've got a big, big line up, so big I'm going to drop some names. But what we want to do is we want to get the guests coming. So, between us, we've only got a certain amount of contacts. So we're Why not all here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> your con- yeah. Your contacts are in right. the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they've been on before. So we're putting it out to the listeners to uh, contact us and let us know if they've got somebody worth interviewing so we can have a chat with them. So hopefully send us a message on Facebook and we can, um, we can get in contact with them. 
And uh, but this is who we've got lying out. We've got Nicole Bunyan. Yep. Uh, so she's the leader of Running Mums Australia, or the founder, I guess. So she have a good story. Yep. And uh, so Tom Dennis ran around the world, twenty six thousand kilometres. He's an Aussie from uh, Eastern Suburbs. So we're gonna have a chat to Tom. Jason English. So weapon. Weapon. weapon yep. Yeah. So um, one of Australia's most accomplished ultra endurance mountain bike riders. And so we don't discriminate. We, you know. And but he's six foot. Line up as he could try. And yeah. we'll he's, he's lining up. It. Yeah. Did you? I don't know if you saw it, but I saw it. He did a training run during the week. It was forty two k's at five ten pace. So he's just tapering then. He's tapering nine days out. Forty two k's at what? Five ten pace. Five minute ten pace. Uh, the elevation was four hundred. And fifty. Well, that's not that exciting. Yeah, yeah. That's a sandbag. Yeah, yeah. You'll oh. do, you do that. Yeah, I know, but... Anyway, it's let's see. I'm talking him up. He'll have a good race. You shouldn't ask about the elevation. It was sounding good until yeah, he'll, he'll, he's, a, he's tapering anyway. Yeah, okay. Just yeah, give, yeah. It, give it a chance. Give it a chance. School teacher. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, thanks to Hottie, <laughs> Scotty Hazleton for lining that up. And Scott Hawker. Really? Interviewing him next Friday. Wow. I've got man. a lot of questions for Scotty Hawker. Good. Mostly about Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> and his program. Okay. Because I did smash him if no one's heard the previous podcast down at Bright. You mentioned the best athlete. You mentioned it by in every, a long way. You mentioned it in every podcast. <laughs> we know you we know you beat him at Bright. Sorry, Sticks. Yeah. Are you um when you get him, are you gonna lay off the dietary questions and more about running? This um, time, Jimmy Brennan. I think I'll press like, when do you take coke? <laughs> like, a, how, how many k's into the race do you start taking the coke? So I'll, I'll push that home. Um, <laughs> Marty Keys, we've got him locked oh, in. Oh, yeah, wow. we've got a date for him locked in. Local legend. Yep. Simone Hayes, Dave Crenidi, and Rowan Browning. So all these people are committed to doing podcasts with us over the next couple of months. So it's pretty it's exciting. Get better than today. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. get better. Yeah. yeah. Good starting point though. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Kick yeah. it off. So uh, the yeah. Bang. <laughs> so uh, so this is good. This is good. Do you want to? Um, you know, we, we, we've got questions for Hammer. We're going to talk all things running. Um, and, you know, we, we'd like to ask us some questions to get to know you better. And I thought, what better way to, to ask, have you ever eaten a live goldfish? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your first question? That's my opening question. Have you? Have you, Hammer, ever eaten a live goldfish? Uh, oh, look, it has nothing to do with running, but yes, I have. I have. Okay. Any yeah. questions, Eddie? Well, I was there, and I fed him the life goldfish. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know all about that one. <laughs> for, all was, pet, for all the pet lovers I'll, out there. Matt, yeah, so. Matt Sheath had just switched off. I've never yeah. laughed so hard in my, my life. Yeah. Because the fish tried to get out of his mouth three times. <laughs> three times. <laughs> it, just, it, was like, it wasn't a salmon because it wasn't big enough to be a salmon, but it kept swimming upstream. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. just trying to poke his head out far out, it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Cool. I would never do that again. I felt really bad for a few minutes afterwards. But That's about the fourth worst thing that Hattie did to me on my Bucks party. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was, it was a long two days. One that I was really... I mean, it was enjoyable all the same, but, yeah, backstory of that, actually, one of our other friends, uh, Andrew Maxwell, he, he made the mistake of videoing it and took it back home. His son playing with his phone, his son saw the video of me swallowing the fish. Uh, was it his son's fish or...? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't his son's fish, but no, yeah, he had to uh, had to delicately explain it was a magic trick. Is the video still out there? That's what I'm. 
any listeners out there that have got a copy, love to see it, but I don't, don't think it so. It did the rounds. Yeah, it did yeah, the rounds. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't a Dylan Napper video. It'll be out there, though. Yeah. <laughs> and Running Matters does, doesn't condone that behaviour. Only one fish was heard in the filming of that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Good start. You got anything for him? Oh, look, I've got heaps. I've got pages. I don't think, um, yeah, the phone's ever run so hot with listener questions as for this interview. <laughs> yes. So we'll get to a few of those later. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, before we lay into the florist... I wanted to congratulate Simone Hayes, one of our future um, podcast interviewees, for a, a win down at the Tassie Trail Fest in the 44K over wow. the weekend. Great effort. So she had a good, great race. And I think she backed up and did the 21K thing the next day. So She had a lot of... Um, impressive. She had a lot of form based on uh, CDK, didn't she? And then yeah. Never got a... Well, that, that race never got off the ground. And she sort a of lot of base to, training. Yeah, huge yeah. amount. So she, I know she was very disappointed about but not being able to stretch the legs in that one. It's good to get a so, race in and bench Yeah, yeah heard, she did well. I heard she is trying for the Australia um, Ultra Team, female Ultra Team. Is that right? 100k down in Canberra in a couple yeah. of weeks. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Steve Redfern told me. Yeah, wow. So that'll, that's on a couple of weeks in Canberra. So she's going down there to... Um, Try and run a time for to make the women's team. Wow, well, well, she's fit, so yeah. mm-hmm. why not? Good luck, yeah. Sim. Impressive athlete. Good luck. I'm just going to go to the bar. Does anyone want to drink, Mama? Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks thank to Filter you. again. Yeah. I've yeah. got another congratulations, and that's to the big dog Zulu, Gerhard van der Hoogen Band, um, who won the, uh, the most recent edition of the Nork Handicap. Number six, we're up to now. So he's been sandbagging for five races and finally came through with the goods in race six. One by um, one minute. Yeah, he smashed them. Yeah, smashed never them. in doubt. So he's in good form leading up the six-foot track. So well done, the Zulu. Um, Probably, if he was in this room, he'd be quicker than you, Stuart. I reckon he is. Yeah, like when he... Uh, Amazing run oh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. And we all know you're only as good as you ever were. So... Well, he was yeah, pretty good. He was very good. Back well, in I'm 40 day. in uh, two days, so I'll be... Uh, I've got to start saying back in the day now. Mm. Is that when you start? When you're yeah, 40? you do. Yeah. Yeah. I've only got a month left of life. <laughs> yeah. And it's all over. Power. Back in the day. Back, back in the day. In the day. <laughs> you got to embellish it a little. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to go through um, the, the year of Hamo before we start asking questions. So 2018 was officially deemed the year of Hamo. So six foot track, four hours 17 low. <laughs> UTA 100 11 hours 50-ish and then Coastal Classic in a crazy hot day did a 2.45 um, so that's three pillars of the ultra running community monuments monuments yeah, yeah. and done incredibly well so that's that's the basis of most of our questions I suppose yeah, yeah. so how'd you get the name The Florist? Uh, <laughs> I think you gave that to me um yeah, I think, what is the back? It, it, I make my own arrangements. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm not disorganised. I just, um, I think I just don't commit. Yeah. I think that's, you know, I think I've got to, what, 40 now? So, yeah, officially <laughs> back in the day. And um, I can probably say that I don't like saying no to, to much, especially when it, yeah, I'm the most social, antisocial person I know. Right. And uh, I, I don't, I think if I can, yeah, I'll be able to squeeze that in and fit that in and... So, yeah, hence um, I do have to... Shuffle the calendar. Shuffle the calendar, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is there a communication flaw there with your wife? 
think there's a communication flaw with everyone's wife, isn't there? Like it's um, <laughs> mine's probably a little bit more. Are you saying you've got a communication problem with our wives? Or? Not at all. Not okay. at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's more just um, yeah. We we're experimenting with shared calendars at the moment, but um, yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows how to get an Outlook calendar, you and your wife are sharing calendars. Yes, that's right. Just right. to clarify. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah, it, it did result in a few clashes. So you nearly um, you nearly not made it today. Yeah. Yeah, I nearly didn't make it today, but I, had, I did have it in the calendar from a long way back, but, yeah, factors beyond my control. Um, well, I did speak to you earlier in the day and said, look, can we shift this? But, no, we're, we're here, we're, we're fine, we're just, we're not going to, we're not going to date stamp this particular podcast. No, 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 that's <laughs> not the way it works. It's <laughs> exactly. the way it works. It's a circle of trust, I would have thought, Jim, in this room. Jimmy can get rid of that, he's a, yeah, he's exactly. a gun. He's a genius. He's a gun. He's a genius and an amazing runner. So, and runner. What was your uh, your first foray into the world of trail and ultra running? It was with Paul Hadfield, actually, friend of the show mm. and co-host. Um, I was, yeah, I got roped into well, the first first one would have been the first Oxfam. Mm. I think um, Pete's Pete's esteemed, oh, sorry, Paul's esteemed dad, Pete, who was running. Uh, who, oh, he's also episode yeah, previous six, guest, so, yeah. yeah, previous mm. guest. One of the Olympians uh, we had on here, but uh, he was, he was the was he the operations officer? He was the, like the director of the yeah. Oxford charity thing. thing yeah, time. and they had this you know hundred k event team of four. Paul came up with the idea that we should do it. Um, we did it with Paul's brother Mark, Mick Hennessy. Um, I was easily the fourth best athlete in that group, oh. and no run, running was. I'd done a lot of riding, but I had not run. Did you just say McKenzie's in the team and you're the fourth bit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he listens to the podcast. <laughs> he is, no, he's a multiple sub three hour marathon. Many, many, many sub yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. But um, he, yeah, I got dragged into to that and I, I was riding a lot at the time and um, got through the first one pretty much just on, on a couple of long runs and um, just riding fitness. We had, we had a really good time doing it. Um, it was the team aspect of having the four of us go around was really when I mean, it was challenging trying to sort of manage that fourth person at any one time I think we all took a turn being the weakest link at some stage during that run um, but you know u- usual usual first up story in that you know it's sweet never do another one but the 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 afterglow of it was that it was such a you know a fun event and it was a really well organised event to Oxfam so you, you got the whole the whole package and um I think we did that probably my first three hundreds were that. Yeah, we're, we're at least them. Yeah, at least. We and, did um, five of them in the end. So. Yeah, and all with um, with Hattie. I've, I've pretty much had a, a parallel well, post post Hattie's trampolining days. Pretty much had a parallel sporting career with him. Like we did that, and then we, we floated through a bit of rock climbing, and then we the running started getting more and more. Um, structured I suppose and we started doing Hattie was doing a few um, a few of the early north faces that I, I didn't get involved with and a couple of six foots but yeah so I think the first three would have been Oxfams and then we floated into probably a, a UTA or a mm. GOW I reckon and we did ultra trial first yeah yeah and failed and failed yeah absolutely yeah there's a lot of a lot of my stories end like that yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So so prior to prior to that first Oxfam, what sort of um, 
I guess, riding were you doing? What, what kind of exercise? Because you were fit leading into that. Without yeah, I was doing fit. I, I, did, I, I, raced, I rode and raced a lot. I was cycling obsessed, loved it. Um, I was a Club A grader, which doesn't, you know, just means you ride a lot. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, I didn't have any particular, I could go pill okay, I could sprint okay. I was generally fit. I was right into it. At that stage, I started getting into a bit of mountain biking. Did a couple of twenty-four hour mountain bike races, including a couple of twenty-four solos, which were, um, you know, really challenging. But again, I had I had time. Like I had a, a girlfriend, no kids. You know, you you wonder what you do with the time. But I filled it up doing all that sort of stuff. But um, nothing really, you know, running wise structured. But I raced a lot. I did a lot of. Um, like club open racing around around New South Wales and and um, and Canberra, not to any any great success, but again, you know, enjoyed it a hell of a lot. Um, but uh, I suppose the running started to take off a little bit more once once I had kids, uh, once I had Eliza, and it was just harder to find the time to ride big kilometres. Um, and as much as the riding, you know, you're riding thirty k an hour kind of thing, you can tick them off fairly fairly quickly, it, it does require a little bit more, you know, you go home, you get your bike head out, you're heading out at times mm. with other bunches, you can't be as flexible. Um, and that sort of coincided with me uh, taking uh, another job at, at work, which just meant that I couldn't get out at the sort of times that I used to. So I started to run a fair bit more. And, um, but again, we're not really much structure. We'd, we'd pick an event, we'd train 12 weeks leading up to the event. Um, you'd have a good or bad race and then you'd sort of go dormant for a, for a little while again and, and mm. um, yeah, it was, the results were, if you had a good day, great, but uh, if not, you know, you'd, um, you know, you should learn from it, but probably didn't early on. So <coughs> the last 18 months, is, as how you said, like pretty much since the start of 2018, you've, uh, your performance has improved out of sight. Tell the listeners what you've done to improve out of sight. Just a lot of running. Yeah, just a lot of running. What's, I think it's, what's a lot of running? Um, well, I sp- we we're talking about this the other day. I think when we we're out, um, what we traditionally used to call big weeks or consistency or anything like that. Um, so I had I had a coastal a few years ago where I, I I did a bit of training leading up to it. I had an okay run, ran like three fifteen, and I just thought I remember sitting on the ferry on the way back thinking that was a complete waste. Like I. I felt good all day, tried, you know, effort was great, but I, I had just wasted the lead up to it completely and I thought if, you, if you're going to bother to go out and do these events and you're going to, then why not, why not put the training in sort of thing and I remember um, then thinking that next six foot, if I got into that, I'd train properly for that and I, I think beforehand, you know, we used to, Hattie and I, I mean we alluded to it earlier, we'd done a couple of UTAs, we'd done them without any success really um, we trained we thought we trained well but I think knowing what we know now it was quite sporadic you know you'd do a, you thought a great week was a 60 or 70k week in which one one run might have been 40k chop out another couple of 10k runs but there was never any there was never any trend there was never any sort of that week builds on that week which builds on that week and and I think it's a mixture of sort of group training effects plus a bit more knowledge and you know we've all got onto a few of um you know, other podcasts, other information, digesting books. Um, you know, Strava's a big one for it that we share all that information between watching. That's for you, Michelle. Get back on. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we can all see what you're up to. But um, yeah, I, I think pulling apart bits and pieces of what other guys do and, and seeing it work for them or not work for them. Um, so basically, in answer to your question, I, I'd say our baseline or my baseline now would sort of be 100 to 110k a week. Um, there's probably two what we call sessions, you know, or I mean, I think Hattie had a great term for it, you know, get uncomfortable twice a week. So there's twice a week where we're running, I'm running um, either um, 400s or hill reps or a long tempo. That'd be two, if not three, a week. Did you and say then... hill reps? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that one we'll later. Get to that. We'll get to that. Um, I didn't tell his Genesis story. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so, but, but there is, it's... Um, completely mundane in the fact that it's just consistency for me it seems yeah. to work and I took an approach that when I rode well I always felt like I rode well on like some people were lucky enough to get there on on you know sprint efforts or hill repeats or or they could ride a 400k week and still and still get there so long as there was a sufficient amount of intensity I seemed to get fitter the more I did I, I, I definitely felt when I rode that I was volume based was how I got better gains yeah. and it just took me a long time to transfer that over and and I think it's it's also forming the habit finding the 10 hours a week to, mm. to do it prioritising it and saying right well, at the start of the week here's my schedule for work here's what I've you wouldn't you wouldn't really understand really work around that but um, right. other other listeners might work full time <laughs> or part time and um, might feel that uh, yeah their work commitments are sort of scheduled out at the start of the week but you, you've got to find that 10 hours and I think one of the ones we spoke about like you're only looking for 10 hours a week spread out over you know like, six days or five days yeah you know it's even if you've got to find it in two 40 minute lots mm-hmm. you know yeah. we've, we've all and I think yeah pretty much or well, most of the core group and all guys you know sort of street, think the same thing you um you can find it if you look for it, especially if you find three hours on a Sunday morning, hour and a half on a Saturday. It's it's not too hard to sort of issue. You don't find you need to have like any like naps during the day, anything like that, doing that sort of distance, or you're used oh, to it now. Yeah, not since I was maybe six years old. I've had a nap during the day. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> You've given up the daytime. Yeah. We're no, trying to wean off just quietly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is where you plug your Baraka sponsor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I do. I do find. I mean, if I could, I would absolutely. Like, I think it would. There was a period of time where I was writing, I was working at the hospital and I had afternoon shifts and I was able to get a, a sleep in during the day and I think that becomes part of a really good recovery strategy but for me, um, I don't work, my, my work's um, you know, not that physical so I, I can get away with, yeah, get away with you know, two runs a day if they're not particularly hard or, or spring into longer runs with that. Do you um, have to put any gym work into your week or you're not I think that's probably something I'd, I'd incorporate later once I think this year's been just an exercise in trying to get my volume up okay. and I think to to do a gym session uh, I'd have to drop a running session yeah. starting to sound a lot like Mona there it does sound like that yeah. it does and yeah. good advice yeah <laughs> I'm not um, I don't think you know, weights don't seem to have a immediate effect on me much I mean, I'm not as, as lucky as our STEM co-host Paul had for the looks at a weight and... Ma- and Ma- <laughs> Marty Dent said the same thing too. Never, yeah. like, never did any weights, he just ran. Yeah. He also so. said he needed to find 14 hours a week to do 200Ks. Yeah, mm. exactly. And that should be easy to do. Yeah. He seemed baffled that people couldn't do that. Yeah. 
That's, should get him on the yeah, show. Yeah, get him on the show. But um, let's message him. I I do like I would definitely do a gym session if I could sort of mm. if I fit it. Be bothered. All right, enough, <laughs> enough about running. What about uh, diet? Do you do anything specific as you as you crack another filter? My diet's you, atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> diet's atrocious. Um, that's that's. Have you the, still got? Have you still got it? Like a Cadbury fetish? Or? Got a serious chocolate addiction. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, Hattie's trying to get me to read a book on sugar, which I've refused. <laughs> just because it might change my lifestyle. Um, now I've been known to have, yeah, and the chocolate I eat is particularly feminine. It's flake too. I do a lot of flake. Still frozen flake. That'd, yeah. that'd match wow. the, the shirt and socks that you're wearing. <laughs> but uh, I, <laughs> that's that's for next year. Yeah, I think after this year's UTA, I'll. Do you reckon it'd make that much difference to you, like getting rid of the sugar? Seriously, I mean, Don't not from a health perspective, from a running perspective. Yeah. Like you're light as anything. Yeah, I, I don't. Are you going to get much lighter? Maybe just what I'm fueling myself would be. No, not not from a weight management point of view, just from a, am I putting, am I getting bang for my butt with what I put in my mouth? You know, like I, mm. like my diet's not. Like I, I very little, I probably have one fast food meal a week. Like my, my junk food would be, you know. Beach burrito, big friend of the show. Um, <laughs> so many friends. Yeah, so many friends of the show. It's great. But yeah, I do eat a hell of a lot of chocolate. I do. And, no um, you look at like Killian Journey and he's eating Nutella on like wraps. That's his yeah. staple diet. And he's yeah. the best runner in the world by a mile. So mm. am I the only one that thinks Nutella's wasted being put on anything? Like, I just get a fucking spoon. And <laughs> <laughs> like he, he makes it into like a like a. Crepe or something though. Yeah, yeah. A crepe. So that's that's good. I that's suppose. It, yeah, I can see. I you can, can see get that. more in than you're on a spoon. Yeah. Well, you don't have to rush and just take like, your time. He's in a hurry. He's running the I mean, mouth. Unless you're Zulu and you don't eat carbs and you know you put it on an avocado or something, and mm. but it's better sort of. You gotta find something to. Carbs are amazing. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's an hazard, does it? Yeah, we don't. Okay. But diet, yeah, I don't know. Um. We're not going to go down the Brendan Davies rabbit hole here and talk about what time I eat the chocolate and how far before each aid station I would eat. How do you, do, you oh, flakes, do you keep flakes in the cupboard or... Freezer. In the freezer. What about next to your bed? That was my question. Like, just in a little cupboard, just in no, case. Oh, no, because it's... They, they, the wrapper often ends up there. It gets a bit grubby. Yeah. Do you have to yeah. keep it up high from the kids? No, they don't. Yeah, they, I'll often give them a bit, sort of just as a little bit there sort of thing, but... It's the beauty, not, not so of, much, beauty of the flake. Not so much eating because she's, um, yeah, she's good enough. The other two. Wow. Tough school. <laughs> Hard to fair. Mm. What else do we want to know? Um, I've got another one. What about lifestyle? Do you, do you do anything like try to get to bed at a certain time or get a certain amount of sleep or do you just, do you have any practices to try and maintain your health and fitness? Not really. Um, no, I, my work's a little bit, um, I do a lot of evening appointments to see people. Um, I do, uh... That's where you are now. Yeah, I'm at an evening appointment this yeah. evening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I do see a fair few clients of a night. I don't, yeah, I don't get, um, I don't have a standard week, so to speak. Like, as I was saying before, I would sort of look at... From, from Monday I pretty much know what, what's going to be on for that I've got appointments booked I've got consoles to do I can fit the running around that but no I'm not particularly uh, really just about getting to bed at a certain time or anything um, 
I think it's a juggle with all of us, like trying to find a bit of a lifestyle balance, like between, you know, but you don't doing enough non-running activities to keep your wife happy. You don't do a lot of binge drinking. You don't go out a lot. Is that no, fair? I'm pretty Is that fair? social. Yeah. yeah. Well, not yeah. that you're only social, but no, because not. because you've got a pretty consistent lifestyle with yeah. you know balance of work and family and yeah. mainly running. Uh, you don't tend to go out and drink much, which means that you can be more consistent with your training. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I think I'd fall into the... Yeah, like, yeah, I would have probably... Yeah, there'd be two two nights a month or so where I'd go catch up with schoolmates or we'd have a, a nor where we have a few beers. But no, as a habit, probably not. But but that's not as a result of me sort of saying I'm not going to. So I just, I just feel better with a bit of consistency and especially like the running consistency, I, the weeks I don't, yeah, the weeks I don't have sort of that, you know, six runs a week, seven runs a week, 100-ish K, I just, I think that I found a bit of a balance. Yeah. My wife will say otherwise, but I, I do think it's a bit of a balance between, yeah, I've got, you know, fit the work in, fit the kids in. I do a lot of the early morning stuff with the drop-offs and stuff with kids, so I think it, um, I think it works for me. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think you can... And we're all, I mean, we're 40, aren't we? We're not, we're not going to... Not us, mate. No. Not us. I mean, so are you. Two more days. Can be. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, you're not getting, you're not getting invites to parties as much. So, you know, you do have a little bit more, um, more ability to, to, you know, fit, fit your recreation in around, you know, around the times that you're not working. Or... Yeah, it's, it's good, like good advice there. You're passing on some information where you're just looking at consistency. Boring. Boring as shit. Yeah. Just looking at being... Not if you enjoy it, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, exactly. that's, well, that's right. The message here is just run regularly, be consistent. And drink good beer, not a yeah, lot of not beer. not a lot of Just yeah. good yeah. beer. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't be afraid to spend 120 bucks on a case. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, it's going to take you all whatever, whatever you're buying, don't mention the beer, okay? Because we only talk about... <laughs> no, we only talk about And it doesn't cost 120 The last time Hamo bought a case, it was three beers in a bird cage and it cost him 120 bucks yeah. Yes. Yeah. normal amount of beers so you've been selected for the uh, the Nord Breaking 4 project can you, can you, can you fill the listeners in on, on what that means I'm in several breaking projects this year Brad Glenn's got me in the Breaking 3 marathon project that's, which is, that's which an egg and spoon thing you'll smash three massive egg and spoon um He's got an asterisk under his, which is breaking through 20. Yeah, um, 319. He's got a tattoo, 3 dot dot 19 <laughs> on his leg. I've seen it. It's pretty weird. It's sweated off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, breaking four project. Um, I think it was started by Matt. Um, pipe dream to start with. Um, yeah, I just, I think it's it's a fantastic concept to see if you can get a, a sub-amateur athlete with no talent to run under four hours at six foot. I reckon we're going to get three sub-amateur athletes <laughs> to get under four hours. The Wolf, the Florist, and Sticks. I yeah. reckon Norm's going to have some, some people up the pointy some end. Some firepower. So, Doc, you had a big year last year and changed a few things prior to, by your own admission, a mm. disappointing string of results prior to 2018. <laughs> of which you shared most of them. Well, I was also disappointed. <laughs> In myself, <laughs> not in, not in me. Oh, I thought you did pretty well for your talent. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, always much more talented. I had to work a lot harder. 
Oh, that's ridiculous. Have you met my parents? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you doing different this year to last year, though? For, to, to break four as opposed to sub... No. 317. Uh, 417 low. What, mm. what have you done different? It's just strung it together. Boring as hell, but just... I think there's been... Rather than it being like a block where you sort of do a good month and then a crappy two weeks and then another good month... I think, you know, post-UTA last year, that was a really pleasing result, which sort of validated that, amazingly, if you put X amount of effort in, you get it. Which I think is probably one of the reasons we all really like this caper, in that there's that that just direct correlation between if you flog yourself, you do 100k weeks, you back them up against each other, boom, 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 boom. It just, you kind of don't have to force it, it just happens. Like, mm. And, you know, your absolute, you know, the outcome might be different based on, you know, how much talent you've got or what your VO2 is or whatever, but you're going to get massive amounts of improvement, especially at our level where, you know, we're not, we're not getting close to limits of, of our potential or anything. You know, mm. we're, not yet. Not yet. And we're, you know, we're a bit older and all the rest of it, that's not going to, but in running age, we're not that old. We haven't been mm. doing this for, you know, ages and ages. But, um, yeah, I, I would... There's no trick, I don't think. I think it's just attributed to me just being really consistent and not having any significant blocks where I, I wasn't building on the last week or the last fortnight or the last month. I don't think there's a, a key structure to a week that's worked for me. I don't think it's like a more long runs, more anything. I think I really identified that I just had to increase my volume because that's what worked for me. Do you repeat the same sessions each week or you try to build on... No, I repeat the same, like... You know, yeah, I'd have two tempos in that. You know, I'd have a tempo one week, tempo the next, but the tempo would be very different. different and, yeah. yeah, and I don't yeah, know whether I'd that for you. Do you do it yourself, or do you have? Yeah, just come up with it myself. Sort okay. of the scientists at Norg usually construct awesome. the program. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get into Norg once, couldn't get in. Nobody knows how. <laughs> so many people. It's like the Australian cricket team. Yeah. yeah. You ever seen that show, Willy Wonga? Yeah. Just keep that from the chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> That's why I ate so many flakes. The golden, <laughs> the golden ticket will appear somewhere, Stewie. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you, you might find it's pretty soon, Stewie. Okay, it's um, flakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we heard you're on the open market, actually, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was news. It's possible. But no, there's no there's no trick to it. I think it's just, just straight up consistency. But yeah, and then... I, I try to do, um, you know, Nor- Norg's very much a, a trail-based group of, of, of guys and there's, there's uh, you know, I've done a lot of a lot of trail running and, and, and a lot of, like, slower sub-threshold stuff and I sort of identified that I, I, I'm slow as can be. I needed to do a bit more speed work. I needed to do a bit more volume and I've sort of done that just... I sort of plucked from a few other podcasts, a bit of chatting to Wolfie, um, you know long run discussions with you know Hattie Hattie and I have, have, have had pretty similar goals pretty similar outcomes like over the years we sort of found that you know UTA were about the same time Coastal were about the same time so what works for yeah. one of us seems to work for the other so we, you know got a, um, a pretty similar uh, you know similar trial and error there so um, lots of mistakes lots of mistakes yeah that's it yeah like a lot of and in retrospect that yeah, their mistakes were pretty well broadcast, but I mean, oh, you know, you don't do this. But I think you've almost got to go through that process of, mm. of, uh, of making them before the penny drops. 
going out too hard for 12 and a half races before you finally yeah. don't go out too hard. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And all those little taglines you get told, and I mean, every one of them carries weight, but yeah. it's when, you, when you're in the, in the heat of the moment, you know, you just, um, yeah, I think it's, it's one of those sports you really got to learn the lessons pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And sure. Definitely. Hey, uh, I might mix it up with a listener question oh, yeah, from, from Brad Glennon. So he uh, was he was he a seventy-eight minute guy? Seventy-six, he told me. Did he? Yeah, but but he might not have been able to tell me through the, the waterfall of sweat that was pouring down the front <laughs> of his head. It doesn't really matter if you're not the fastest guy in your family, but does it? No, no, no. It's good to be the fastest in your family. <laughs> Shout out to Troy. <laughs> So, uh, question, um, question from Brad. Can you list the top five sporting achievements? Not running, sporting. Sporting? Sporting. Right. I know where Brad's going with this. He thinks every one of them's hoax-based because he had a franchise before Norg, um, which was Hoax Racing Australia, which was a, uh, a mountain biking team. We had, we had some pretty sub-amateur success there at a few of the mountain bike races. Um, yeah, we won a, won a couple of mixed six-person races and did well in a couple of four-mans. That was pretty good. I think... And then we had a cricket team, which was terrible. And um, I think it's where Hattie worked that he was going blind and um, experimented with batting right-handed to try to get... I batted seven and bowled third change. And, um, yeah, some of the... I, took, I dropped one of the worst catches... You'll ever see it. Camera over it. Yeah, just sky ball, caught and bowled, straight above my face, dropped onto my face. Um, it was yeah, the second one. hardest I've ever laughed after the fish story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a guy in our team bowl a six ball wide, six six wides and over. Bravo. Does Dobbo listen to the show? Don't, he may well. We, don't, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't uh, know. But messaging. So, Get him none on. of those fall into my top sporting achievements. I, I don't. I don't have any... Can you answer the question, please? don't have any sporting achievements. <laughs> back, I would, I would say question, broadly please. that... Top five. All of my sporting um, moments have just been... Yeah, shared experiences with mates I either run with or ride with or... Oh, like, it's gay. It's a, it's a terrible answer, but <laughs> I did a couple of rides to the Gold Coast. I'm going to edit this out. This is rubbish. Is there one what about... You beat Hattie uh, you, you beat Hattie He beats me all the time. <laughs> oh, actually, that's a good one. <laughs> One of the one of my nearly best sporting moments was I was going to go top ten at the GOW, and um, I'd nursed Hattie through the last five k, and um, chested prick chested me on the line. Yeah, uh, after every k. And look, this in the context, someone's going to have the, the most sunken chest. You <laughs> <ever thought. laughs> came yeah. across the line at exactly the same moment. Yeah. <laughs> Too many flakes. He was crying. He was saying to brother all this sort of stuff, and then but just that big head filled chest just. Yeah. Yeah, got out there and yeah. top 10 performance that yeah. would have been one of my top 5 but that was taken from me and, 11th 11th yeah exactly horrendous <laughs> couple of 24 hour mountain bike races that were, that were good I was pretty happy I was fair way behind future guest Jason English but um, they were they were good fun surely Ultra good Trail good last year oh, Ultra Trail last year was a cracker because it was completely I, I never thought that that was in me I never yeah, thought mate, that, that was a great that's, time. That's a great time. Breakout yeah, performance. Yeah. And then, and then also when you did four seven eight six foot, you made us call you call you four seventeen guy for six months. We I had didn't asked you to come out for a year, but everyone yeah, stopped the, after after about six, six months. months. Yeah, you're pretty coastal, proud of that. Coastal Classic time was a good one. That was like, yeah. Norg handicap was a cracker. 
Yeah. You that won that yet? Pretty recent. No. No, you can't claim that. No. Yeah. I've been, been Do you have a win yet? Twice. I haven't had a win. No. no. That's why it's a handicap. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. But yeah. All right, let's skip that question. That was terrible. What, what about climbing to the top of Bunny Bucket in Katoomba? Call that one. Surely that's a cracker. That's a cracker. Yeah. Back in the climbing days, yeah, that was when we had some days. muscles. Yeah. Yeah, well, you did. I, um, I had some tendons. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we, we, uh, did a massive climb at Blue Man's in Pierce's Pass, um, called Bunny Bucket Buttress, and it was, yeah, we were good. That was, was like 250 metres of sheer cliff yeah. or something. That was impressive. That's the sort of stuff that makes an Oscar winning doco, but that was before the days. Well, get, get Alex Honnold on soon, I reckon. Yeah. He's doing Is he a, the guy that hasn't done six foot? He's doing the tour, <laughs> the tour for his film, Free Solo. I reckon we'll get him. Yeah, he's a chance. All right. But uh, yeah, that, that'd be up there. But again, like in, in all seriousness, it's, um, yeah, I don't, I think it's when you shocked yourself and, and UTA was a good one. That was, yeah. I was really, really shocked that, that that happened. I spent the whole back half of the course thinking, I'm um, waiting for this to explode and then I caught Michelle and then I knew it was happening. Oh, that's got to be up there. It's having yeah, Michelle, Michelle on the arse on the way Twice through. in one year. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that was, so you, know, you know you're living when you're, yeah, yeah. When you're he, was, he was a hero, a Strava hero, and then you've just come past him. And then you've got off Strava. You guys Can't are talking like he's dead. He's off Strava. Well, he's off Strava, so. Oh, okay. He's, he's dead. dead to me. He's, well, he's, dead. he's dead to us. Yeah. Nice guy, though. Still Lovely is, guy. Still is a good man. <laughs> <laughs> top five, what are your top. This is this is Brad Brad Glennon's. Oh, Brad uh, got greedy with a couple he's of got, yeah. He's got greedy. I've got three here. Top five life achievements. They'd be identical to the sporting ones. <laughs> yeah. Three kids, a wife. No. Or speed dating. That's where I think he wants me to go with that. <laughs> that was a good that was a good seventy two hours. Yeah. Seventy two hours. Yeah. You can't that was like yeah. That was like that. Remember Bridget Ponting? Like, is that, speed dating done over seventy two hours? No, but the, the aftermath is. Uh, yeah, like the when they start dying trying to set up appointments and stuff. But remember Ricky Ponting like 07, he just couldn't not hit a ton? That was like that. (laughs) For Brad? No, Brad was there to watch it. He was like being in the crowd when Ricky Ponting was hitting. That's weird. No, no, I mean, nothing, just for our female listeners out there, nothing untoward, but it was just. um, We only have two female listeners. Yeah. We're probably down to one now. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Casey. Nicole used to listen to us. Used to. Yeah. 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 Is it a reference? Was that the rep? Uh, I think I know where, where we lost us. I don't want to recap. No. Just leave that alone. Come back, Nicole. We've, we've improved. I like Nicole. Yeah, Very good. Nicole. All right. Glennon's third part of the question. If you go sub four at six foot track, will this fit into the list of five greatest life achievements? Oh, comfortably. Yeah, comfortably. Again, something I don't think I could have done. Like, only the... Um, yeah, only the mystical. Like, you know, you, you, I mean, we, when we started doing Oxfam's, like, there was hushed tones about, oh, that guy Paul Gillen needs to go on sub four at six foot, you know. Mm-hmm. Danny Tool still gets very excited when there's a sub four, six foot. In, in the room. room. Yeah. yeah. You hear his, so, you see his sort of ears prick up a yeah. little bit. You know. It's starting to feel a little bit like a match Sheeta podcast where I talk about going sub four and then I step off the course halfway through. It's actually the title of the podcast. <laughs> Breaking Tide, four. The title of the podcast is The Florist. Breaking 4 Project. 
So is it, is it going to happen? Like, have you got your, your speed suit organised and you've got your, your flying V out in front of you? It's got the fast shoes. I reckon if what? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it's such a... You know, you go... That's part of the fun of six foot, isn't it? Going through the, um, you know, splitting splits up and seeing where you're going to go from this point to that point. We've done a bit of wrecking on the course and... Look, if I if I have a good day, absolutely, I think it, I could do it. Um, good talk. If I don't good have talk. a good day, it'll be four oh five to four ten, mm-hmm. and if it's really good day, it'll it'll happen. And if it doesn't happen this year, um, you just reload and you know. I mean, you had a a four oh maybe a four oh six or something yeah. one year, and yeah. have just doubled down on the training, and it looks like it's a fait accompli now. Like you're you're coasted in. You know, if you have a decent day, like, yeah, yeah. but you know, to quote Michelle, you can put 12 caveats on it and go if it's under 20 degrees and if it's over, you know, but I think if it all just goes well and Paul Gillen hit on it the other week, he asked me, he said, you know, yeah, you just hope you get what you deserve on the day. Yeah. You know, yeah like, that was a yeah, good quote. Yeah, I like you know? that. And yeah, you two blokes deserve to do it. You put in the, the work. And just if it, get your head together. Yeah. And if you, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean you train poorly or it just didn't happen. Like. I think you, it's unrealistic to expect all your race days to go brilliant. Like you're gonna have some that are just normal days. And I guess what's important is you've got the confidence. So you gotta have a bit of confidence out there because when the demons come and say you feel, you know, you the psychology's there to try and talk your body into slowing down. Yeah. So being confident and going, now I've done enough training. I can run well. I can keep pushing. And that so, confidence here comes from. Nothing other than just the training. Yeah, yeah. Like just yeah. having repeated it before and yep, yeah, had having, that experience. Having done the work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good, mate. I think I think you deserve to do it. I read that entire Alex Hutchison book in Dua. Yeah. About all the ins and outs of psychology, and all it could tell you was to train heaps. Basically, yeah. that's mm. all it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing else works. You can't cheat, eh? You can't no. cheat a good time. If you've had that experience in training and you know how you dealt with it, yeah, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's not um. All the neurology and all the science, evidence-based stuff. It was like, you just got to hurt yourself a few times in training. Mm. And Especially do a lot of it. Like, you know, UTA, I think you can kind of sneak. You can ebb and flow in and out of the race and you can have good periods and bad periods. And so long as across the course of the 12, 14, 16, however many hours are out there, you sort of package it together, you can have a good day. Whereas mm. if you go sort of off with the pixies for 30 minutes at six foot. Mm. See you later. Yeah. See you later, yeah. Mm. You're going to run, whatever your goal time is, you'll run 15, 20 minutes slower than your goal time, mm. you know, so I think it's, um, you're far more accountable with something like that, so, yeah, but I think we've, we've been up, we've run on the course, we've done plenty of that, we're lucky enough that we live near it, you know, so. Near enough. Yeah, near enough. Well, that's a bit serious. All right. Should we talk about something less serious? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, cycling has a fairly celebrated history of rigid fashion constraints, so what to wear, how to wear it, etc., do you find the same strict rules applying to trail running? Disappointingly, no. No. And I'm trying well, to... I'll jump in here. You've got fluoro yellow shirt on. Mm. You've got fluoro yellow socks on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to be be seen, be safe, I think. Is, the, <laughs> <laughs> is that everyone, what you're thinking? Everyone should take out <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Look. Community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me All well, I own is black and I feel really yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, Stuart, you used to run for Melbourne Track Club, didn't you? Isn't no, that right? <laughs> <laughs> Aspiring Melbourne Track Club yeah, athlete. Yeah. I had a friend of the show, Nick Badeau, who's a future guest, I think. Um, but... Elsie could get him on, I reckon. Yeah. No, I think... That's yeah, I think that's part of the cycling... Part of the cycling folklore, part of the... 
the fabric of it is um, fabric. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is all the uh, the rules around you know sunglasses have to sit over your helmet straps. You got to wear your sock at the inflection point of your calf and your ankle if you have a calf, Brad. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's never personal. Or an ankle judge. You know. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, he doesn't, does he? He doesn't have an ankle. No, <laughs> fuck. No, Astro Boy. Maybe that's his problem. <laughs> Maybe he's never heard an ankle. It can't be done. Yeah, right. But he's never torn a calf. Well, you can't tell. It's <laughs> not there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, no, there's, there's not enough of it in running. I hate ankle socks. I think they're yuck. Oh, they're really? Filthy. Yuck. Yeah. I hate, I mean, as, How hard does a sock have to be for trail running, you reckon? Oh, look, the... Like the Njinji sort of mid-crew, that's all right. Okay. It doesn't have to be like a high sock. But you've got to have some sock. The no-show, no good. Yeah, that's for that's for ladies' tennis. Like, With a pom-pom out of Yeah, back. yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. Looks like you're just throwing the pom-pom away. All right. Tennis well, I'm actually going to go shopping tomorrow. I'm going to bring back the okay, uh, I'll go with 1980s triathlon look. Yeah. With the fluoros, you know, the old... Crop top? Greg Welch. And, yeah, and I'm going to... You could. You're quick enough. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you do whatever you like, Stu. Okay. See, that's, that's so what you, I think. You've got followers. <laughs> Another good thing about six foot, because it's such a crossover race, you get a bit of the roadie fashion coming in there, as well as the trial run of, like, grunge dirtbag look, you know, and you get a bit of crossing of cultures there. But, yeah, I think there's got to be a little bit more rules about... Maybe that's know? that's what you need to do, put a little book together. So what, what do you reckon some of the more common trail running fashion faux pas are then, apart from ankle socks? Three-quarter tights. Three-quarter tights or tights in general? Wait a second. If you're bringing up, if you're picking on Michelle again, I'm, I'm sticking up for her. That's the third. I think Steve made it pretty clear that she could run in whatever she wanted. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And she'll be running well again too. Absolutely. But, but yeah, but tights in general for, oh, for look- trail running. I got. To say, I used to run in them. I, know. I used to. That's feel, why I'm asking. Yeah, I used to feel really. Um, yeah, because I had a, probably a little bit of a. And I think it was just I had, to, like, fat boy cyclist legs. Just chafe. thought you were going to chafe. Yeah. yeah, and then found the right shorts and yeah, and and he lost lost the tights. Feel much better for it. Um, I don't get that swish swish in between your thighs no, anymore. No, 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 no neither. It's great. Do you but, feel like you've got to wear something fluoro every time you go out? Because it's not every time. Not every time I go, but it does make me feel a little bit more, like, I suppose it's just a little nod back to your, you know, once you form a habit, it's hard to drop it, and I used to wear a shitload of fluoro. Yeah, I never smoked, by the way, but no. I did, uh, I did do a shitload of fluoro wearing when I was riding, but and you can't a lot kick, more. You can't kick it. Can't kick the habit. Your brief tennis career was a fair bit of fluoro <laughs> yellow as well. Yeah, I mean, it helped in that double-handed backhand. <laughs> That was very brief. What about white socks? We talked about white socks a couple of podcasts ago. Abs- Do you reckon there's any place for that? No place at all. Yeah, I agree. That's rubbish. Yuck. I tried to bring him back. Yeah, about Yuck. two weeks ago. Yeah, and because no. there's a shortage of black socks. No, they're gonna get real brown real quick. All right. Speaking of socks, I've got a bit of a segue here. So I've got so many more fashion faux pas, but go on. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to You go. Back to you. All Keep right. On. What about singlet with arm sleeves? <laughs> Well, see, I think Stewie's fast enough to pull that stuff off. Like, Trail running, though. Singlet with arm sleeves. Yeah. Do you see guys doing that? I've seen it heaps of times. Oh, so obviously your forearms get really, really cold, but your shoulders are fine. Only, only for an ultra. Track boys, yeah, yeah you can only do it for an ultra where you're, you're kind of... The first aid station is going to be four hours away. You can't pull that sort of stunt on six foot. You can't pull it on a 
park run, none of that rubbish for anything else. But okay. for something where you're going to be four hours to that aid station, the temperature is going to be completely different. You're about to drop into further steps. So that very, very specific. So if you see someone training around Audley wearing a singlet and arm sleeves... I feel like you're going to name someone. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, because I'll be happy to launch at that person. Do they come in fluoro? Do they come in... Can you no, 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 no. No, generally black Typically black. Yeah. Typically black. Yeah, uh, next on the list is calf socks. These these had a little bit of a renaissance 2014, I reckon. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yuck. Yuck. It's like keeping your short sleeves. Keeping your short sleeves. It's the same thing. Correct. Yeah. And a Greg Chapel hat. Yuck. Yeah, horrible. It's, yeah, calf, um, calf socks, you know, there was a bit of science suggesting that they were useful. Pseudo. So it's just horseshit. You're a doctor, tell us. Is yeah, there... well, I'm being called a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they're, they're just completely fat, fashion Hopes. over function, Hopes. I guess. Yeah. You don't need them, do you, Wolf? Oh, no way. No. 2014 was with you wearing them, though. Yeah, they did look good. Not anymore, though. No. no. I think one more. Gators. Have you ever seen anyone wearing gators out there on no the trails? No one good. No. Not before wave three. Can yeah. we just cut like anything that runs predominantly on sand other than Surf Coast Century because it's a hard pack sand. But yeah. any like that soft sand stuff, that's not running. That's just groveling. Mm-hmm. That is groveling. That's just groveling. That's just like surviving. So the marathon, the Saab, you're not interested? Yuck. No, Yuck. no, me neither. That's horrible. You still going with No, that? I'm finished with the fashion faux pas. That was good, though. I reckon we got a lot of things sorted out for the listeners there. Did we go off enough? Hats? Caps? You're a cap guy. Yeah, but I, yeah, I feel like you've got to have a top on the cap. I No, I like a visor. Yeah, I have to wear a top. You've got a full head of hair. I bet doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I lose a lot of heat through there, which is good. Anyway, that's just me. So, um... I was going to say that we've got a pretty loose bowel movement. <laughs> it Speaking seems, of white socks. It seems like every time we go, all right, we'll start the run, and then one minute in, yeah. you go, oh, I've got to yeah. get to the toilet. Mm. And uh, you used to say, does anyone have TP? But yeah. obviously no one ever has it because you're the only one that needs to go to the yeah. toilet. Yeah. So for the listeners that are running out there, what would you recommend is best to wipe your bum when you've got to go to the toilet in, in the bush? Well, that's it's a good question, Matt. And um, <laughs> I think if there's anyone from National Parks and Wildlife Service out there, I always, always use a, a little bag that I then carry. Oh, that's the bag that yeah. you carry, yeah. Enviro bag. I what think. are they called? Enviro bag, friend of the show. Yeah. And, um, 10% discount if you mention Enviro bag at... Uh, Paddy Palin or any other outdoor retailer but um, if you don't you've got to dig a, a hole that's at least 15, 15 centimetres deep oh, and is that why be, you're gone for 15 mm-hmm. minutes it's going to be downstream of a water course yeah uh, in order to get rid of what's left on you on yourself um, how are we wiping that's that's the bit that's I'm where he's getting to. Yeah. Right. I'm just trying to speed it up um, generally well I've got a little bit better at running with a little thing of TP um, if not, I think you got to you got to weigh up a how much is each bit of your kit. So left, right, left sock, right sock, shorts, shirt, and then how long have you owned it for? Yeah. So, so if you got a new kit on, what do you do? Brand new, all the whole kit. 
Yeah. Um, well, I think on one of the early Oxfam days, I tore the inner out of a pair of running shorts because mm. I didn't want to lose the running shorts themselves, mm. so the inner was expandable. Yeah. Um, I haven't yet found anything like from the bush or uh, from the natural environment that I can safely wipe my bot bot with. But you've I've lost a to, lot of items of clothing. Yeah, I from have. My experience. So I can suggest brush box, brush box leaves. Brush box leaves are quite large and really. You the have the same problems, you? No, no, no. I'm like. He's an arborist. Right? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> true. What was I thinking? Everyone's going brush box. I'm, I'm a short track runner, so I like yeah. to get close to the uh, close to the facilities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're going you're going through a pair of socks once a week. Sure. Yeah. There's, you, there's, do, you, do you use two? Are you using left and right sock, or how's it work? No, well, I had to go off those because I had so many single, so many right socks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like I think a, one of the most comfortable socks I've ever used is a Steigen sock. Um, and, uh, again, good uh, potential sponsor there, Louis <laughs> Rowan, Commonwealth Games athlete. Uh, he he provides a really nice sock and it's... Um, Do you find the Injinji's work well? Like, for wiping? Well, because you get, you get five chances with the Injinji. That's with what each I mean. Toe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I haven't worn them. I used to be big devotees of those and then um, got off them because basically they didn't offer enough colours. And I... Uh, had to get off them. Not enough fluoro? Not enough fluoro. Because they, they have the fluoro around the top, but not right through. No, no. It and feels then, like a tennis. Are we still talking about toilet paper? Yeah. yeah. Well, we went on to the injured sock, yeah. Mm. But look, if your socks are new and they're expensive and your shirt's old, use your shirt. Right. Yeah. Wow. Unless you've got a yuck rig. Don't. Then, yeah, because if you're going to run the last four Ks past people and you've got a sloppy rig <laughs> and no shirt. Use your sock. Use your sock. Yeah. Right. It's good advice. Yeah. If well, not, you should use your shoe. And just hop back. Have, yeah, you done, have you done that? The most impressive one I've ever seen is halfway up a rock climbing wall in the middle of the Blue Mountains, and you just hung it over the edge of it. <laughs> no regard for the countless climbers that were close. Really? <laughs> just oh, loose uh, harness. Just strapped yeah. into the harness. Between that and the goldfish, yeah. it's not looking good. It was a running movement. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of questions. Lots of questions. Keep going. Um, so running is described as a bit of a pure sport. You just strap on your shoes and head outside. Do you think this ethos applies to you or do you see yourself as a bit of a gear junkie? Do you think many people are, have you covered in regard to kit? Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm actually disgusted by running's minimalism. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it at all. It doesn't fit with the consumerists. No, not, not at all. I've, yeah. um, look, I... I do, I do, like, I once you're out there, it's pretty simple. I mean, I've paired back a hell of a lot. Like, so you spend less than you used to. Yeah. Okay. And, um, just because I think, I mean, we've got a couple of good packs now, everything's, I still, I still can't walk past a Nike shop without, you know, floating on in there, but, um. God, I wish I lived at home so I could spend like that. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry. You could if you worked. (laughs) It'd be amazing. Oh, that's right. (laughs) But, um. No, I, I, I've paired back a lot. Michelle's got me covered easily. You reckon? Easily. Sticks has got more gear? Way more gear. I have seen his lineup of Salomon shoes. They're just, yeah. you know, chronologically he's placed. Got, he's got way more gear, yeah. And look, it's, um, I think I probably reached my 
my pinnacle there. Like, mm. I don't think I'm going to have to accrue much more. So you're getting more into the purity of uh, no, running or you just got not enough money? <laughs> no, I just, I'm just maxed out on gear. There's not okay, a lot left okay, 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 And, good. you know, Find Your Feet are still only offering me a 20% discount despite requests <laughs> for more. And I guess if you're doing a lot of wiping, you're going through your socks and shirts <laughs> regularly, so... <laughs> exactly. A lot of opportunity to... Yeah, just, just to refill, the, yeah, restock, refresh... Yeah. You know, without having to actually, yeah. Is Find Your Feet the only client that actually sends shoes with socks for free? Are you, like, are you the only person that go, you know, you open your box and go, oh, look, there's a pair of socks. I don't do know, know I'm about... very appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> do they know you're a wiper? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, Hany, I've seen your shoes delivered. We've, we've had a few chats. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen your shoes delivered. They yeah. always come with... Complimentary socks. Yeah, exactly. That's for wiping Pete. Handwritten note. That's for wiping Pete. Enjoy. She's an adventurer. Fantastic outlet, by the way. Get involved. Support your Well, next question. What percentage of your weekly running do you think you get away with, so to speak? Either your significant other or maybe your place of work doesn't know about. I'd say, firstly, a hell of a lot more than Oppo because... Everyone you get away with more than more. Up, I get away with heaps more. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, I'd say sixty percent. So she thinks you're doing a forty-five k week, and you're doing one hundred and ten. I think it more speaks to how little she cares about what I do. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like she could easily pick up my phone, say, "I think you ran tonight. Show me that you didn't run on Strava." Mm. It's just much easier for her to go to sleep and ignore me. What what length do you go to 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 keep that percentage alive? Um, I get dressed in the driveway a lot back in my work clothes. Yeah, there's a fair bit of that Smart. going on. Smart. Um, do you, are you getting away with it, or are you just you just hoping? I'll let you know after this because mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the anniversary. Alison's a, a second female listener. Yeah, she's um, look, she's she's very supportive of um of my running. Um, she, I think she just thinks I'm happier if, if that's, um, you know, if I'm getting my, my weekly, my weekly fill. You can have worse vices, I think. I mean, we justify this to ourselves the same way, but, um, yeah, I think if she cared, she could out me very quickly, but she doesn't care. You could be going to the pub every afternoon. Exactly. She's yeah. doing heroin in the bathroom. I could be, yeah, drinking heavily while doing a podcast. Why the hell are we running? Yeah. <laughs> I've question. often posted this, I've thought, like, if... I actually don't like running at all. I just like hanging out with others. Yeah, yeah. good people. Mm. Good people. Good people. Uh, on, on that note, any tips for sneaking 14 singlets, shorts, and pairs of socks into the laundry on a Sunday without your wife cottoning on? Give them to your mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Yeah. And she, yeah. she doesn't ask questions? Uh, she, uh, she hasn't done washing, has it, for a long time. I do my own, actually. That's even more embarrassing um, to say that I, I, don't do, know that it I is. do all the household washing. I hang it out. I fold it. I put it back in its appropriate drawers. I even find out which ones Ian's and which ones are Ian's. I've got twins. And I just take one of them in there and say, is this yours? Is this mm. your sister's? Um, yeah, so I'm pretty much a well-rounded father. And um, I apply that to the washing as well. There's going to be a lot of listeners just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is how you get away with it. You do, you do, you do the washing. Do you stuff. fold your singlets and shorts for running? Roll. You roll. roll. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm. I've heard that. <laughs> Weird. Mm. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to kick old habits. <laughs> the old uni days. Still rolling. Huh? 
I've uh, heard trail runners split up into two categories. Environmentally driven, those that get a kick out of their surroundings and the terrain, etc., and process driven. So essentially goal-oriented data crunches. Where do you reckon you fall onto the spectrum between 112% in the second category. So data-driven. Absolutely. I like the yep. process. I like... If I don't have a great run at six foot, I'm not too fast because I've really enjoyed the process. Like, I'm not... I'm not the outcome. Like, as much as I would... I find it immensely satisfying if it works. If it doesn't, I've still enjoyed the process a hell of a lot. Yeah. And, you know... So, yeah, that definitely, I, I haven't heard it described that well, actually. That's, um, that's bang on. Yes, yeah, yeah that's what, what I do. That's what you do, yeah. Mm. Definitely a lot more research from your co-hosts, Matty, than, um, than yourself. Yeah, it's pretty much the same each time. Yeah, yeah, but that is, um, that yeah. is probably, yeah, the first bit couldn't, I mean, I, I definitely don't enjoy road running anywhere near as much as I like been out in the bush trails so you do like the environment but yeah I don't dislike it mm. but I, I definitely <laughs> it's good enough reason to be out there for 10 hours a week I guess yeah not, not, not enough to you know sully it with shooting in the bush or anything like that but um, <laughs> the the second part definitely perfect description and, and just you know being and beating your mates that's what amateur athletics is about mm. it's good we mm. like that mm. competitive drive you got any more listener questions I've got two you go. I've got two left. You go. So um, this is from John at runningwildnewsouthwales.com. <laughs> so we've, uh, we've noticed, the question is, we've noticed an anomaly in our results for the toughest race on our calendar, the Mount Solitary Ultra. You seem to have five entries for two DNFs and three DNSs. That did not start for the uninitiated. Mm. Um, is this simply a sign of disdain for our race or just a series of unrelated yet equally unfortunate circumstances? <laughs> I, it is my favourite race that I've never finished. <laughs> it is, there is everything to like about that race. I rave about it. I have never, ever, because it's close to UTA, I've always been able to talk myself out of, if it doesn't feel great, it's, oh, it's too close to UTA, I'm going to do myself damage here, I'm going to... Or I've just effed the calendar up. And, um, <laughs> and calendar management. Double again. or triple book myself on something which mm. I know I'm about to go to the well with UTA and say, listen, now I've got to go up next weekend or whatever. And it's um, fallen by the wayside. So look, um, I hope I've kicked in $560 to running wild. Yeah. I it's 150 I've got a lot of their shirts. And it, look, if I'm out in the bush and I feel a movement coming on and I'm wearing a mouse <laughs> You'll lose that shirt, shirt, it's gone. Have you ever actually worn those race shirts? No. 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 But, um, you shouldn't. I feel I feel completely... Um, I think I tried to give you one once that you had done and I was like, hey, I have a second version of it in case the old one wears out because it feels yeah. dirty to wear them. Um, we'll refer to that, the pigeon-chested thing from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, good get. Um, great race. Definitely, definitely going to tick it off this year. And um, John's got a sub question. What odds can I get for you not finishing next year? Cause, right. Because there's a bit of money involved, apparently. Right. I'm, I'm 100% in for this year. Yeah. I'm, this year? This year, yeah. As in April? Yeah, definitely. It's it's a, it's um, you know, for those that follow the tour, it's like, it's like riding well at the Dauphiné. You know, That's you've right. just got to... That's right. And you've always had a great run there. Oppo, I think, had one of his better runs there with you towing him around one day. Mm. Um, and it's a... Stewie, great one for you. Um, 
yeah, continue specialising three and five k. It's uh, <laughs> a forty five k loop with about two thousand vert, yeah. but it's a great event, well organised. Um, shitter of an aid station throws you up further steps to get to an aid station. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. It's always just like oh, just a car ride back to the start there. I think I've DNF'd it with sticks a couple of times, actually, to be fair. Yeah, he had um, no reason to DNF that day either. Yeah. In my so, opinion. Um, the year I was... Yeah. No, I had no excuse. Just, oh, no. Yeah, just... just but John, yeah, good answer. It's a good question, though. Thanks, Great John. Question. Yeah, Thanks. Thank you, John. Um, See you this year. Sec, well, we've got a bit of a pool on it. We'll have finish Mount Solitary. Mm, yeah. I, I reckon I'm in the money. I'll yeah. put the house on it. Yeah. 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 A big no. Mm. <laughs> Is there a sub pool for me yeah. uh, Second listener question for me is from, I hope I pronounced this correctly, Michelle Ferrari. So, being the son of a doctor must have its advantages. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received from your dad? Um, actually, the best bit of advice I got from dad was probably, yeah, we were... He sat at the edge of the bed one day and said, "Mate, what are your what are your thoughts about about sport?" And you know, it was there was, it was a two part actually. And he said, "Um, are you, are you planning on playing cricket again this year?" And I said, "No, no, I'm really pretty keen to, Dad. You know, love it. You know, think I'm going to kick on this year." And he said, "And you still still thinking you might captain the Australian cricket team?" And I said, "Yes, yeah, still a goal." because you're not even the best player in your team and your team's the bees and <laughs> that's at your school and your school's not even that good at cricket <laughs> and um, maybe you should do a sport that doesn't take four hours of a morning and, and most of my free time why don't you try water polo and I said because I'm a terrible swimmer and he said but you throw alright and um, so that started my my terrible water polo career but if it got me out of rugby and into running and used that same advice earlier, I might have been able to make a make a fist of running, but that would probably be the best bit of advice my dad's ever given. But none of it um, involving um, performance enhancing drugs or anything. Most of the stuff he administers puts you to sleep. And um, oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. What is that? The, the verbal talk that puts you to sleep? No, no, he's an anaesthetist. Oh. Like he's yeah, his job is to put you to sleep yeah. and hopefully wake you up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've, I've often. I mean, I've. Of canvas blood doping with him and just you know skirt mm. around the edges of the dark arts and maybe you could just do a sodium bomb or something. But, he, um, he hasn't offered to bring anything home. Never, never. That's I a shame. Remember once, just approaching him quite late because I still live there, so I can easily get there. And um, Dad, look, had he's in fine form. How do I? I'm worried he's going to beat me. How do I chest yeah, him? Yeah, how do I chest him at UTA and? Bench press. Yeah. <laughs> Start with but push-ups. Being an ectomorph, I can't put any weight on. <laughs> that, that, yeah. So Michelle, Michelle's got a second question. Um, do you think you can match my low, low prices for your next EPO cycle? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I'm, I'm, as much as I'd like to say I'm morally against performance enhancing drugs, I'd love to know what it feels like. Um, You'd have a crack for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, do you reckon there's people out there What's having that? a go like I had four years of growth hormone when I was uh, about eight years old didn't work how were you running at eight though <laughs> imagine how short you would have been if you didn't what was your VA2 max <laughs> what was your VA2 max when you were eight well I, I, I went to the growth hormone oh yeah really no, so your whole career's a lie uh, didn't work I didn't didn't grow at all so 
for the listeners out there, Stu's five foot one. <laughs> We're the VO two max of seventy three point two. Is that right? Eight. Yeah. 78 73.8 73.8 and that's your that's on your license plate isn't it is it Stu oh, seventy three Instagram handle it's yeah. you know anyone who listens I'll tell them I'd be yeah. shouting from the rooftops it's <laughs> all time it's an oppo's 20 is an oppo's oppo 200 his number plate hopefully it's not the same thing <laughs> he's done pretty well oppo for having such a yeah, terrible VO2 yeah I know he's got some petty about above his average yeah I'm just terribly inefficient Right, yeah. At what? In running. Oh, good. That'll improve with time. It's old man hips. Yeah. So, <laughs> we've got a competition. We've got to give away another box of oh, goose. Wow. And so the competition is, how much money has Hamo spent on running apparel, <laughs> events, <laughs> nutrition, and he doesn't know about this, to the year to date, so the 1st of March. So, get on From our... From January 1st to the 1st of March. Yeah. Okay. Right. So say eight weeks. Okay. So what we want you to do is get on our Facebook page and yeah. and have a guess at how much I'll you think he spent. Yeah, and what I'll do is I'll get him to uh, text me privately, go through your accounts, yeah. and uh, give me a total of well, how much you spent. Last just a hint for the listeners eight. that Pegasus Turbo about two hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. And he's also got the Pegasus here about one hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. So that's uh, four percenters. Oh, he hasn't got those yet, have you? But he usually kicks down in the vapor flies. Yeah, so, I paid yeah. express freight for those as well because I wanted them the next day. Right. So. <laughs> no handicap. Yeah, absolutely. And how much is the entry to Mount Solitary? Mount Solitary. It's about one fifty. One fifty. Haven't paid that yet for the listeners. That might be a bit of a clue. I'm going to go home and uh, do that right now. So get your entries in by the by the fifteenth of March, <laughs> and uh, guess how much Hamo's spent in the last eight weeks or to the first of March. Win literature. a box of goose. It's been a big, big couple of months for uh, books. They add up, don't they? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put a photo of Hamo up in some kit for the listeners mm. yeah. just to see, you know, yeah. a bit of a gauge on what he's buying. Yeah. How much do flowers cost? Because you've got a big bunch in your car. I do, yeah. How much do, How much does a bunch of flowers cost? Um, I think if you plan it, they're about 35 bucks, but if you're if you're on the hop and you've got to pay promo rates just to get yourself out of trouble, 55 that bunch. You Wait, 55. 55. Yeah. 55, um, but look, what price can you put on love? Yeah. 55 bucks. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't relate to this uh, competition, so it's disregard. Yes. But when you see him holding the flowers... That's technically an expense on running because, yeah. It's cost you. You compensate. Yeah, it's to you some time yeah. for the yeah. Where does it end? Are you running yeah. tomorrow, Sydney Strides? Running tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, 10K? 10K. Good luck. Right. What's your, uh, what time are you going to run? Uh, I'm going to run... I'm going to run 37.55. Where's that mm. at? Because I'm like, nah. North Head Stew. Oh, that's so far. Meet you at Southern when I'll drive you over. Really? Yeah, we'll talk off here. <laughs> that sounded good, didn't it? Did. Mm. Mm. Pro. Yeah. So All right. 10K tomorrow. 10K tomorrow. And then six foot the following week. Yeah, we do do we do a little bit of you know, um, a bit of a prelude to six foot as in what we've got for the week. I think we're going to Yeah, what's your let's talk mm. a little bit of tape up cricket before we finish up. We sort of nailed that really the last couple of runs, haven't we? Between yep. us. Yep. What does a taper look like for you? It looks a hell of a lot like Wolfie's because um, I stole it off him and he stole it off Brendan Davies. And it's... Um, That's how it works. It yeah. It's a crap Athlete to athlete to athlete. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a bit of a there's, a... there's two sort of tempo slash sort of kick down runs that we, we got onto, I think, six foot last year, then repeated it for UTA and then repeated it for, six, uh, for Coastal. And it's um, 
it's a Monday, correct me if I'm wrong with you, but it's a 10k all up of effort, um, 8k at 450, 2k at 420, I believe, something like that. Close enough. On the Monday, and then the Tuesday, I think you increase the duration of the 420, don't you? You go slightly shorter at 450, slightly longer at 420, so kind of a bit of a race... Simulation. Yeah, as in getting comfortable at that sort of tempo pace and then dropping into a little bit quicker than that, probably tempo to threshold pace. And it's not long enough to really burn. You try to do it on relatively flat terrain, like just out towards, you know, out of the black stump. Loop to nowhere and then, you know, sort of towards black stump. Um, And got a massage Tuesday. Going to do some short, short, sharp little hills on Thursday. Yep. And. Friday off and away we go for six foot. Okay. That's Saturday, is it? Yeah, Saturday. Okay. And it just that um, that little little uh, progression of four fifty and four twenties. Just you you find yourself running those four twenties quite effortlessly. Yeah. And then after having run the, and it just turns four fifty into. And the hills don't affect you. On the, that's all right. Not really. No. Well, it, you you tend to be sort of, you're not sort of doing a lot of hilly hilly terrain. Sort of just rolling terrain, but. Um, yeah, I think it um, it's not long enough to put any sort of burn in your legs. Okay. Um, but yeah, this this Saturday doing a Striders one that'll be sort of the last the last kind of hit out. But it's also I think it's so dependent on how much you're used to volume wise anyway. Like it's you can cope with a ten k seven days out if you're doing hundred k weeks. Aren't you? Mm. But like yeah, of course. You know if you yeah. yeah if you're not doing that much and you've got to pull back a lot more like whatever okay. it is you got to just get get the fatigue out of there. But um, yeah, we've um, we seem to have nailed that little part take nice. the last couple of runs. Good to be consistent. Yeah. What about food? Any carbo loading going on? Not really. Just increase the volume, sort of. Oh, flakes. Flakes. Yeah, yeah. Flakes. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just a yeah, not so much like um, like with any intent. I think just that that week because you're not running as much, you're just hungry as can be. Like, yeah. You just sort of yeah, and but no, no, no sort of. No, it's or depletion or anything. No, no, just, no, no, no. You know, just, just eat like a horse. And what about you, Wolf? Any uh, carb loading later in the week for you? No. No. Still laying off the meat. Yeah, meat yeah. free, feeling light. Yeah, Still doing fruit before fruit before lunch. Fruit before lunch, it's going good. Yeah, yeah. I find carb loading you just feel heavy the next day. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. I don't do it either. Yeah, I'm not into it. How much uh, weight do you reckon you've lost in this build up to uh, six foot? Um, I lost four kegs, gone like sixty eight to sixty four. Fuck yeah! Really? Yeah, sixty. Oh, that is sixty eight to sixty four. Mm. Um, and yeah, and that's with it, like not a hell of a lot of sacrifices. Just probably just not eating as much junk, but then. You know, the volume just takes care of the rest. Mm. You haven't had any, like, skin folds in body scans or anything? Nah, no, 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 nothing like that. Just um, the more yeah. ribs you can see, the better. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it. You, like you've a got yeah, yeah, you like, just need a mirror. Yeah, yeah exactly. You just need people saying you look, you look sick and yeah. it just <laughs> feeds the beast. Oh, you, know? you do. Yeah. You look terrible. People tell you I'm healthy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah. going home after, after tonight, shaving my legs, getting, getting fluoros. That's true. You're already there, man. Look like a roadie for Metallica. 
We're going to need to lift a stack of speakers above each other. Definitely not. Hey, uh, been meaning to ask you, the Norg Handicap, so you've yeah. been uh, handed the honours to yeah. organise a race for the end of this month in yeah. March, yeah. and I assume that you're going to sort of put it towards the end of the month so everyone's recovered from six foot, including yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, You've you got a new course to lay out. Yeah. Where's, where's the course going to be? And, um, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Good question, Matt. Um, are you going to have, have a, like a theme? Is it going to be bring your sister, bring your cousin, bring your neighbour? Well, we've had all of them, actually, yeah. and with, to great effect. You know, we've got Cousin Benny off Bring Your Cousin and Org Night. Bring Your Sister got us Casey. Um, bring Your Neighbour got us Neighbour Paul, Neighbor and Paul. he got a box of goo, so everyone's one out of that. Um, we had Bring a South African, we got Albert. <laughs> and Zulu. And Zulu, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we are diverse. Yeah. Bring a road runner. We got Stu. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't come to a Norg uh, handicap. Yeah. But where's, where's the event? Where's it going? Yeah, I invited him too last Thursday. Yeah, yeah. where's the event? Well, I, I did get a pretty excited Brad Glennon um, do a, a loop the other day, which he thought had Norg handicap written all over it. Out keeping our Western friends happy out at um, Heathcote Fire Station, um, and sort of a bit of a variation on the Bottle Forest loop, but. Okay. I, I think the appetite for for sort of fast trail, I think what we nailed on that last handicap was the fact you could, everyone was so visually accountable, you could see people, you could pace how you were going to do your efforts. So um, I think we're either either going to do a variation on Bottle Forest Loop or um, I think I'm going to try something at Southern Um But I do, I, do, I do think the track could work. So they buy track, but Same. I have had a few people raise the fact that Thursday night you've actually got to hire the thing because the club, so the cycling club has their training mm. up there. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so shame. that that might be. Uh, I could always take it to the athletics track. That'd be that'll mm. suit me. Yeah, we could yeah. we could do that, um, but generally I think it's against most of Norg's charter. Yep. To, <laughs> yeah, we can't being, run a track. That's and rubbish. being the fact that probably be Stu's hand, first handicap, we've got to give something with not a lot of elevation. But um, <laughs> I think like oh, it's going to be hard to improve on the last course. I really thought mm. that had that had everything in it. Thank you. That had everything in it. Had a a bit of a bit of a penalty for those that went out too hard. It was it was uh, easy enough for those that were getting introduced. Was um, increased our female numbers at Nork. Heavily. From zero to three. Yeah, Sarah Tapp, Lisa. Um, yeah, that was... Um, and I think that's a good thing for diversity. Do you, you think we need to bring, like... Bring your favourite ethnic minority to Nor potentially? We don't have anything. Uh, we're pretty white. Um, but, I mean, how, how many... What about Michelle? Well, he's he's whiter than you. And he yeah, never yeah. races. He never races. He just turns but up... he's a minority, isn't he? In what sense? That he owns a cat? He's from Switzerland. <laughs> oh. Right. Yeah, true. He's got an accent. That's true too. He does. Can you give us um, your best Michelle accent? Oh, what, what, was, what was I going with recently? With it? Hey, Judge, he gains much, a lot of elevation. Yeah, elevation. How much, how much elevation do you get today, Judging? <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Yeah, yeah. Mate, for saying that, he's going to put five minutes in here for six foot. Yeah, he probably will. You've upset, you've upset the Swiss machine. Yeah, I have. I've upset the Swiss machine. But, <laughs> but that was good. We just want him back on Strava so he can yeah, copy what he does. Share the love. Mm. Yeah. So I was hoping you'd give us something more definite, but you're still undecided about this, the Norg handicap. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the, it's up in the air? We'll get through six foot first. Okay, yeah. one thing at a time. Yeah, we'll get through six. I mean, it might look different if I'm a sub-four guy. If I'm not, 
I'm probably not even turn up. Well, the world would be a rosier place if you're a sub four guy. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do sub four, do we just call you sub four guy, or do we call you three fifty eight guy, or do we call you what? What would you prefer as your title? I'll let you know after the event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a horrible, horrible feeling. I'm going to end up with like four o fifty or something, and then I'll just be almost four guy. Almost oh, four guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've probably made myself there like I think if I, whatever happens I'll cop almost full guy yeah we've got to be optimistic yeah. I think it's going to I think everything's going to work out yeah yeah good you a chance to one day you think yeah well next year I was um, going to go maybe to marathon road marathon and then yeah. uh, after that yeah I guess that's so next logical mm, progression yeah I think so yeah Good, good talk. If it's good enough for Brett Robinson, it's good enough for you. That's it. It's good enough for Sean Crichton. He's done it. <laughs> He's done six foot. Sean Crichton's done six foot. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dad Trinity, and you can't see. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of um. Plenty of plenty of hitters. Plenty of. I really like the idea. Great. I just um Poor don't life. like the idea of wearing trail shoes. That's one thing. Oh, you don't need to. I like. I, I wear. I just wear road shoes. Yeah. I yeah. don't wear trail. Yeah. 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 Those guys are wearing four percenters for mm. six foot. As long as we yeah, get you out got out a lot of money. Yeah. Mm. As long yeah. as we can get you out of ankle socks. Six pair, by the way. <laughs> six pair? Yeah. It's a whole other podcast. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You've already spent more than Hannah during the course of the last two months. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't buy clothes, though. I've <laughs> <laughs> still got the original black T-shirt and black shorts I had from, like, six years ago. Well, it's heaps cheaper when you buy youth wear, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Yeah. That, that black might be a hangover from your Metallica days. Too. <laughs> <laughs> hard habit to keep. It is. It's a real hard habit. Yeah. So, Wolfie, you're uh, you're pretty much running that last taper week that you normally do. Uh, am I doing doing the same thing? Yeah. Same thing. Same yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Yeah. Couple of tempos. Two days off. Couple of strides. At the risk of interviewing you, right? You're awfully confident of sub four. You should be. Yeah. So, um, I, I think. I'm going to run... My predicted six-foot time is 3.49. Yeah. Yep. So putting it out there... Deserved. Are you going to cut this from the podcast like you did last time? (coughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like to do. Keep uh, everyone happy and then just... Keep them guessing. Yeah, cut them off at the knees. You you certainly certainly should because it's... um, Yeah. Put put together a body of work, haven't you, this this lead-up. And it's not 12 weeks, it'd be, what would you say, since Woofie's really stepped Four up. months already? Yeah, it's been, been it's a pretty year. I've ever seen you, you're like, yeah, for sure. You could come, you're welcome back, Stu. Uh, come back you know, you know he's fit mm. when he can take his shirt off and not make your reach in your mouth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been at least, uh, at least two weeks since I've felt sick with his shirt mm. off. Well, he takes his shirt off, I keep mine on because I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's looking lean, he's looking sharp. He was looking sloppy, but now. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Shit pipe still there. Terrible pipes. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> do, you arm, do you want an arm wrestle? No. No, that, that's going to. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, a travesty for this Nord group. The only guy that should take his shirt off can't because he gets skin cancers at the time. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon for me. It's like someone's blasting. Fucking Scarface. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. What's uh, the next podcast? Who we got next? So next is. I reckon it's going to be the old bank hotel after six foot. 
Yeah, it will be. Yeah, so we'll have the six-foot recap, definitely. Traditional. Yeah. Um, we're sponsored by Gymeria Life Health. Yeah. So, really? Yeah, it's on. Wow. Corporate card. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> have you got permission for this? Or I own the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the permission. <laughs> Just tell the accountant to turn a blind eye. Oh, He's mate, the accountant too. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the bank hotel... Jack's our accountant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Part of Norm. The, back, the bank hotel or the Carrington... Carrington's got a bit of class in there, you know, the lounge. That doesn't suit us at all. Okay, sorry. <laughs> well, well you definitely, I mean, that is the, that, that, that's the tried and tested, you know, you've got to go back for a nightcap, as Al calls it, back mm. in the Carrington. Mm. But the, the majority of the... The old bank is where it's happening. Yeah. yeah. We've got to repeat. Got so to if repeat. you did want to catch up with, you know, any of your favourite co-hosts, Citibank Hotel from... After six foot. Yeah. We'll be there with bells on. Yeah. Yeah. Bank Hotel. Do they sell that? So I'm like, filter Red. You red. enjoying that? You oh, like the Filter Red? Yeah, I love the red one. The Filter Red's a session now. Yeah. Delightful. Yeah. The XBA is... Uh, XBA is good too. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of the XBA. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah I'm more red. I'm red. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a heavier beer. Mm. It's good. That's good coming from you, Stu, saying that you... Because you said you like the day at the start. And it's a heavy you've come beer a long way. You've come a long way in 90 minutes. Heavy beer for a little guy. <laughs> Truthfully, I like martinis and apple ciders. No, I, can, I can edit <laughs> that out, mate. Okay, That's good. fine. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up. So uh, thanks very much for giving up your time. This oh, has been awesome. been a pleasure, Wolfie. It's yep. been yeah, a whole lot of my... Uh, Best podcast yet, I reckon. Best podcast yet. Yeah. You've obviously given it some value. Well played. Before we were just, you know... You know, waving Floundering. around. Floundering. Not at all. Not at all. The other guests were athletes. This is just a chat. <laughs> Project Sub 4. That's it. So uh, just a reminder, get on Facebook. Put on... Uh, not ha- to find me. Um, yeah, not on Facebook. Not on Facebook. No. Strava. Yes, definitely. Always. Peter Hamilton on yep. Strava. Phone. 040... No. no I all that. Uh, but yeah, Strava. I'm just Peter Hamilton. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Would you change if you do sub four? Will you change your name on Strava to sub four guy? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, just run it for a month, run it for a month, shamedly. Some yeah. sub four. So, you yeah. heard it here first. If he does sub four, he's going to change his Strava name for a month, <laughs> sub four guy. That's it, right. easy, easy, awesome. Stu Rennie on Strava, yeah. you giving it a rest, or what's happening, mate? Yeah, no, I went um, underground, I guess. Yeah, um, feel dirty. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like, yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm used to it now. It's been a long time since I've been off Strava. Yeah. So. Get back on, mate. Get back on. We want to see what the big dogs do. That's how we all learn. Yeah. That's how we all learn. All right. I'll, um, think about it, yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> committal. Yeah. And we've got Paul Hadfield on Strava, Matt North on Strava, and we're on the Facebook page, Running Matters Podcast, and that's where you enter the competition to guess how much hammer is blowing. Uh, this year on invested, his, uh, on, invested. on his uh, running habits hmm. and uh, and we'll update you on Instagram as well so thanks guys good chat thanks, thanks for guys. see you after the race see you shortly